and Beer Reviews, episode 62, Radiant Days. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today, Space Monster? No, I just watched Rick and Morty. It's Space Mom. Oh, Space Mom. Yeah, that makes more Mm -hmm. sense. I was more thinking about uh, how I finally got you to watch Predator and Prey, and you were thinking about uh, the Akashi. Is that the name of their species? I don't know. The Predators. Whatever. Yeah, just like the aliens and Alien aren't alien. They're, they're xenomorphs. But the Predators and Predator aren't named Predator. That <laughs> they're, they're something else. I just chortled it. I finally looked at the bottom of this can. Ah, aim for the bushes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're like over a minute in already. So it's time for beer number one. Beer number one today comes to us from Definitive Brewing Company. It's Radiant Days Fruit Punch. It's a double fruited sour ale with peach, strawberry, orange, and pineapple. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Three, two, one, crack. Lightly sprayed myself in the face. Only slightly. Only slightly. Yeah, I don't know if this is really a tip and turn, but hey, if it is. I figured just in case. Yeah. It's better to err on the side of caution. It's got some shit in it. Yeah, it's definitely got some shit in it. I don't know how well suspended said shit is without doing that, so, you know. I'm going to tell myself that it was necessary. Well, and the can itself has some uh, some happy clouds on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it legitimately tastes like... Not like... Hawaiian punch style fruit punch. It tastes like, remember Juicy Juice? Yeah, it's closer to that kind of fruit punch instead of like like a barreled soul Superman punch or a haterade. Right, yeah. It's not like Kool-Aid fruit punch. It's like, it's made with actual juice fruit punch. Yeah. Oh, it was juicy juice actually made with fruit punch? Was was juicy juice actually made with juice? That's why it was like a big thing with like a lot of kids in our like around that time. It like, tastes it was... good, and mom is fine with it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, at least anything's better than fucking um. Uh, what was what was battery acid in a cup? Sunny D. I was gonna say, no Sunny D. Well, yeah, Sunny D tasted but... like fucking battery acid, like orange flavored battery acid. Eat shit! I thought Sunny D wasn't that bad. Well hated it i think i think i think it tastes better than like straight zombie orange juice and it's a lot more honest about what it is yeah i'll give you that i don't know every once in a while i can still go for like a glass of the uh tropicana home style Mm, artificial flavored zombie (laughs) orange juice yeah but hey at least it's got pulp (laughs) yeah it's fresh squeezed or get out Oh, yeah, no, I fucking, if I've got the money, I'm definitely going to Wegmans and getting, like, the fucking $8 cold-pressed fucking OJ. 
Yeah, Wegmans, uh, Whole Foods usually has it too. Um, but like straight up, it I I don't know. I don't. I've never been a big orange juice drinker anyway because like the acid fucks with my stomach like very few things do. Mm. So it's like okay, I can either do cold pressed and like not hate everything about this experience, or I can just like not do it at all. If, if anybody's ever like, oh, yeah, mimosas, and they have, like, Tropicana, I'm like, ah, I'm good, thanks. I'll just take the, I'll <laughs> the fucking champagne. Yeah. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I, I'm not down with this zombie orange juice bullshit. I'm just not. Although, honestly, if we're out of out of the place for brunch, like, I'm getting a Bloody Mary. Actually, I'm getting a Bloody Maria. Let's be also, honest. Also, you. What can I say? I love spicy. I love tomato juice, uh, horseradish, um, and tequila. So, ew. Yeah, I like one of those four things. Horseradish. No. Oh. What is wrong with you? I mean, horseradish is awesome, but. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, horseradish is like fine in very very small amounts, but like. You add too much of it, and I am instantly turned off. Like, it's the reason why certain cocktail sauces are just, like, horrifyingly gross to me. Ah. I mean, come on. Like, a little horseradish crema on, like, a French dip sandwich? Mm, you're not. You're not. It, it. That's not a selling point for me. Mm. Like, it, it. I'm more likely to order it in spite of that rather than because of it. All right. I ate a French dip sandwich with the uh, fucking horseradish crema. I like everything about that. <laughs> um. All right. So, beer. This beer's tasty. I like this beer, but like, is it really a surprise? Because you know, it it's definitive. We very rarely dislike definitives. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's usually a pretty safe bet that we're gonna like a definitive. <clears throat> But hey, you know what else is a really safe bet that we're going to like? Yeah, we, we also had beers. We, we had beers I mean, when we went to go see Love and Thunder, not Multiverse of Madness. And we probably had beers when we went to go see Multiverse of Madness. But, you know, we, we brought in some 450 Norths because we're pushing 40 so we can sneak in drinks. Allegedly. Alleged? No, fucking not even allegedly. <laughs> I don't give a shit. What the fuck is uh, whatever it is in debt I'm gonna do to me? Be like, hey, you beardo, you're not allowed in here because you once said that you brought beers in here. Yeah, but you also don't want to. I don't know. If you want to do it again, you don't really want to tip your hand. <laughs> in the immortal words of Cartman, I do what I want when I want. <laughs> You sure do. Um, but I was trying to lead you into speaking of, you know, things that we actually like or pretty guaranteed to like. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we're starting off with some 450 Norths, which I if you if you're sick of hearing about 450 North, it's going to be a while before you don't. Before you're not going to have to deal with it. Yeah, we, I am we, not over this shit yet. We had a number of them that night and they were mostly delicious. Mm-hmm. Some better than others. But hey, one of the first ones we had, 
because uh, was this still no? This was a different one than like the pot one. They they did, yeah. This like, is the they did, this is the Jay and Bob series. Yeah, they did like a Jay and Bob series, which is unfortunate because we didn't get to have Bluntman. If there is a Bluntman Cup, but I we, think there is a Bluntman Cup. But like, also, I'm not entirely sure that these are actually different beers, and they're not just the same beer with different labels. Because it doesn't tell you what's in each one. No, and at it's, least it's their mystery cups. But like, they did taste at least slightly different. I remember. Don't yes, ask me what the like, fuck was in them. But... Is that your brain telling you that, or is that actually a thing? I don't know. We we were also drinking we'll, we'll them never in a dark know. theater. So, um, <clears throat> up first. We can't tell you what the fuck's in it because they don't tell you what the fuck's in it. And maybe all three of them are the same. We don't know. But up first was the Chronic Cup. Um, you know, uh, Jay's hetero life mate, Bluntman. Um, yeah, it, it was it was tasty. Yep. It, it could have been better. I wish that they tell us what the fuck is in these, but they don't. But like, yeah, we. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like Chronic was like an amped up version of Jay, and Blunt Man was an amped up version of Bob. I don't know. Not really sure. But like, so skipping ahead a little, Chronic Cup, Jay Cup, and Bob Cup. I gave the same rating to four point two five. Like I said, I they were similar enough that I was questioning if they were all different or if like some of them were the same beer. I mean, they were decent, but like, I don't know, 4.25 isn't like wildly exciting when it comes to 450 North, which again, tells you something about their usual quality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was Chronic J and Bob. Um, we, we also had the Slushy XL Popsicle Rocket. Uh, it, it it's essentially a bomb pop. Uh, and I never checked it in. It was delicious. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I gave that one a 4.5. And, uh, you know, it's like... I really love that this year they came out, like, that it of a number of places independently came out with, like, bomb pop flavored fucking alcohol. Mm -hmm. With, you know varying degrees of success depending on brand but like overall kind of the better thing that each one one of the better things each one of these brands makes other than you know 450 north i would say they've had other stuff that's better but like i don't know 4.5 is nothing to sneeze at man this was actually done really well and it's a much better quality than uh red white and berry yeah <laughs> and definitely a better quality than loco usa loco usa this episode brought to you by Four Loco. You know when you want to like drink Fago, but you can't find any, and you also like want booze, want to splash out a little, get yourself a Four Loco, man. Travel back to 1998 and get yourself a Four Loco proper, or 2003. I, I don't know, something around I don't there. Know. All right, well. One that was even better than Slushy XL Popsicle Rocket was Slushy Triple XL Diamonds Are Forever. 
diamonds are forever is conditioned on globs of lychee, raspberry, and pineapple. And fuck yes. I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I am an absolute sucker for anything with lychee, basically. Indeed. I thought the lychee came across well enough. I thought the raspberry and the pineapple complemented it nicely. Yeah, I was I I'm not sure what they could have done to make it better, but like it was fucking awesome. And then something else we had that was less impressive was slushy double XL unicorn blood. Rad fucking name. Conditioned on red currant, cherry, strawberry and raspberry. Current it was not as good as we wanted it to be. Wasn't bad though. No, it still wasn't bad. Like I think the only ones that we've had that were like legit bad are the ones that had the rum extract. Yes. But yeah, that was a four point two five, so Alright. All right. So, moving on to things that are actually from New England. Or at least in collaboration with somebody from New England. (laughs) Yeah, close enough. Um, The World is Yours is a collaboration between Odd by Nature in Cape Nettick and Jay Wakefield from Miami. Uh, It is a combination of cafe con leche and guava pastries stout and like goddamn i enjoyed this i enjoyed this quite a lot yeah no it was pretty goddamn good it was fucking everything that i wanted it to be from two fantastic fucking breweries Mm -hmm. now jay wakefield does some seriously solid fucking stouts so not not a shocker there Well, that's good. We had Peanut Butter White Stout from the Outlaw Brewing Company out of Winchester, New Hampshire. Uh, 4.8 Milk Stout. It was... It was fine. Like, it's it's nothing to write home about. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever had. It's far from it. Um, Hell, I don't think it's even, like, the worst peanut butter stout I've ever had. I just wish it had more like peanut butter to make up for what they're lacking in those like roasty notes that you usually get in stout. But since yeah. it's a white stout, you're not getting those roasty notes. Mm-hmm. Indeedly do. It's still good. Yeah, it was drinkable. It's it's kind of. I would you try know, other stuff from Outlaw, you know? Yeah. Um. Okay, I lied slightly. There's that. This one is also not from. New England. It's another 450 North. It's a slushy oh, no. double XL. <laughs> Do- gold dipped sour worms. Conditioned on passion fruit, lime, peach, and tart cherries. Uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty decent. I mean, it wasn't my favorite of 450 North, but, you know, 4.25. Again, nothing to, you know, sneeze at. Yeah, it's still, like, fucking 4.25 is nothing to, like, turn your nose up at. Again, it's it's definitely not the best 450 North that we've ever had, but it's also not the worst. <laughs> oh boy, yes. There is definitely um like a whole ass category of the worst. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, next up, we had uh, no, not we. Oh, it was just you. so. Yes, okay. so I took another trip to Beowulf Brewing, which, if you haven't been there, they are one of I think two breweries in Amesbury, but there might be more at this point. Um, Beowulf is like their beers. Pretty solid, but like honestly, it's a really cool place to go hang out. Like they have um like arcade games, they have a ton of like random seating areas, like um yeah, it's just a rad place to go hang out, tons of space, definitely worth it. Cool. Um so first up I got Creatures and Cream, which is a peach sour. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. I mean, it's not, it's definitely more of like your traditional kind of Berliner style. So it's, you know, not the same thing as, you know, like the smoothie styles, but it worked. Rad. (laughs) Hey, I feel like you hung out at Bear Wolf for a little bit because you also had Foggy Galaxy. Oh god, I had a bunch of things there. Uh, yeah, Foggy I'm, Galaxy. I'm, I'm trying to like keep you moving through, and that's why I can like introduce some instead of just being silent for like the next twenty fucking minutes until commercial break. Yes, <laughs> Foggy Galaxy is a uh, DDH New England style IPA with Vic Secret and Galaxy. Yeah, again, pretty decent. Four point two five. Not gonna nothing to turn your your nose up at. Um, the next one was definitely the best one I've had by Bear Wolf. Oh so, wow. Um, this is so Double Kitty City is a dipper version of their classic beer, which is one of the first ones, uh, Kitty Kitty Pizza Party. Okay, so that makes Double sense. Kitty City is fucking awesome, like seriously awesome. Um, gave this one a four point seven five, and it absolutely deserved it. Wow, like, and it's only it got like really thirty three ratings, and its average is four point one seven, which makes me just wonder, like, what other people's issue with it is. Yeah, I mean, for anything with an average over four, though, you can pretty much tell is like solid as hell. I also just don't know that, like. Beowulf is a place that attracts a ton of beer nerds because it's not like super hyped or anything and like if we're being honest like they've done some stuff that's pretty kind of merp so oh yeah they've, they've absolutely done some merp <laughs> um I think next up different is... people just have like different ways that they rate that too like, like, I would guess I that remember, there's a lot of people who rarely give fours. Yeah. I, like, remember, like, Aku. Aku actually utilizes, like, two to four. Yeah. He, he is far more... Um, Harsh? Yeah. Miserly. Which, yeah, if that's your thing, I, I appreciate it. But, you know, I feel like a lot of the time we're also drinking stuff from, like, smaller breweries and i would rather boost them than tear them down Mm -hmm. unless like that tear down is totally utterly justified yeah if it's justified then fucking tear down that wall mr korpachov reagan smash (laughs) 
don't worry, he'll tire himself out. <laughs> Reagan, Reagan sleepy. <laughs> uh, so next up is Creative Differences Citra. I think that I think that this is a single hop IPA. Um, again, decent, four point two five. Um, I'm gonna introduce your next one just because I love the name of it. Uh, oh yeah. Because, like, if you know anything about me, you should know that I'm a big fan of Kurt Vonnegut. So if you have a fucking Irish stout named Kilgore Stout, I'd try it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's fine for an Irish stout. I gave it a 3.75. It's just like Like, Irish stout. Honestly, for an Irish stout, that's pretty decent. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not a wildly impressive style in general. But, like, yeah, this was a solid version of it. Yeah, I love the name. <laughs> uh, oh, how about the next name though? Smoke wheat every day. Um, oh, it Beowulf, is... please keep up your name game. <laughs> I know, because like um, the one after that's good too. <laughs> this was a wheat beer that had that was uh, somewhat smoked, so like not as full on smoky as a Roush beer, but like had a nice okay. hint to it. Nice. Um. I gave this one a a four, and the I I feel like the fact that its average is a three point five five makes me want to slap some people around because I'm guessing that it's like they tried it and they were like, "Ew, why does it taste like smoke?" And it's like, then don't be, fucking order it, and be, then don't be, rate it because it specifically says smoked. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Like, seriously, if it's not a style for you and you still try it, maybe, like, don't just go shit on it on Untapped. Like, just saying. Oh, and then your next one's a good name, too. Uh, Zwickle Rick. It's a Zwickle beer. Uh, Don't don't ask me what the fuck that is, but I know I've had them. (laughs) I can't remember. Uh, I think it's some kind of... German lager. Really? <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, uh, 3.75 on that one, which, again, not bad for, you know, what it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember Swickles being that exciting. No, they aren't. Cool. You had more beers. <laughs> yes, I did. Eat shit. I don't always drink with TJ, believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Actually, by the time we get back to like the next one where you did drink with me, that might be the end of our beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're burning through this shit pretty quick. Um, So I bought this one kind of name alone and was hoping it would be even better than it actually that I thought it was going to be. And it was oh, it was fine. It was drinkable, but it wasn't like wildly exciting. So from Throwback Brewery, I also, got a remember, blonde. This is a beer show, Emily. You need to drink beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I I was leaving the other hand free for the cat. Okay. Well, you know. Yes, yes. Our our other host has showed up this time. I haven't really seen him much today, so I had to acknowledge his presence. Fair dues. So. Um, bought this one name alone because it is called Yippie Kaye Melon Farmer, and I cannot stop smiling about that name. Um, it's a blonde ale brewed with melons and sugar rush peach peppers. 
um, plus local sea salt. It was actually like it. It. I'm not gonna say that it was. It wasn't bad. It's just like, I mean, with a blonde, you you really, if you want to still be able to taste the beer, you can't do the flavors super heavy. I feel like this would have been a better flavor combination and like some other kind of beer that might have been you might have been able to amp it up with. But like, I thought that you know the melon came across a little bit. Um, and like the the peppers were like a nice it was that like nice like kind of hint of heat where you're kind of drinking it for a while and you start to feel it in the back of your throat as opposed to like oh my god my mouth is burning which is nice honestly a pretty sweet spot in terms of like where i want heat for beers it's like yeah i want to i want to be able to fucking notice that there's hot peppers in there but i'd rather like get complexity of flavor from the peppers and some heat as opposed to like blow out my fucking taste buds with your heat oh yeah absolutely i mean it was a still blonde ale so it's 3.75 but like that's i don't think that's too bad for a blonde frankly <sighs> sorry guys i've got some gas build up so i'm a little quiet at the moment so i don't just like you haha um gross so i had an ipa from kettlehead called puppy <laughs> um so Yo, how do you like your juice puppy <laughs> i feel like we're gonna end up like that 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 seems to be coming back for us i have no yeah. desire to rewatch true blood but like I miss the days of us doing the suke, chunky. I mean, that was actually, I mean, you know that, you remember that's a robot chicken gag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, robot chicken, like, kind of a hit or, hit or miss as a show overall, but good God, it has some real good moments. Oh, um, yeah. Ow, my dragon balls. <laughs> Did anyone teach him to ride, <laughs> ride a, a motorcycle? motorcycle? Any. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's do this. Okay. Um, speaking of, yeah, right. Let's do this. Okay. So, Pulpy from Kettlehead is triple dry hopped with a combination of mosaic, citra, and Eldorado. And, like, I gave it a 4.25. I might, like, it, it was, again, a I feel overly like. overly generous. No, I don't think that's overly generous at all. I actually, I think that more what it is, is that I'm finding that I, the flavor of Dippa's just generally works better. So like anything that's a single IPA is probably going to end up like lower rated than if it were a double. Okay. So, like, if you made this a Dippa, this might have been a 4.75 or a 5, but the fact that it's an, a single IPA is the reason that it didn't, like, climb higher than that. But, like, hey, man, its average rating is a 4.13. Like, oh, okay. Kettlehead is so far, like, of the, like, this, this along with the next brewery, uh, i.e. Modest Man, um... I think both are very worth like checking out, especially the IPAs. Like nice. seriously, they're both real solid. Um, speaking of, the next one I had was Center of Attention Mega. Um, 
it's I think it's one of the signature ones from Modest Man. So this is actually a dippa. Um it is a Citra Mosaic dippa as a matter I mean, as a matter of fact. 8.5%, I would expect it to be a dippa. Yeah. Um still gave this one a 4.25. I would suspect that it was ever so slightly skunked, not mm. skunked, but I think it was oxidizing a little bit, which is why it didn't climb a little bit higher than that for me. But like, seriously, I if you're if you're into New England style IPAs and you're looking for like some smaller breweries to check out, like Modest Man and Kettlehead are pretty solid. I'm starting to get real into them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had much of either, but like, spoilers. We had a collaboration between the two of them that was fucking delicious that we'll talk about in the future. Yeah, and you've at least had some... I think you've had more Modest Man just because uh, we had another Modest Man that same day, but we also, like, did our last episode uh, uh, yeah, it was, was a Modest Man. Not our, was, not our last Modest episode, Man. but, like, two episodes ago, but yeah. Whatever. Uh, the the, no, the no, most no, beautiful... No. The most beautiful thing. The beautifulest thing. thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, I had the, f I tr actually didn't have, I tried a sip of the full Nelson from C Citizen Cider. Uh, Citizen, is, it's a, it's, it's an, it's a fucking cider with, that's dry hopped with Nelson Sivan. Um, right. I mean, honestly, Burlington, Vermont. yeah, it's a, it's fine. I gave it a four, like, honestly, pretty drinkable. Um, nice. liked it. I I would say that they weren't appreciably different, but I also got to try some of the Double Down Amarillo from Citizen, and I think that, like, I would say Full Nelson slightly edged it out for me, but, like... Okay. Uh, it, but the Amarillo does kind of... Like, so Amarillo is, uh, like, I don't know. It, it, it It's not a hop that I'm always super wild about, but this one was DDH, so, you know... Yeah, like I that mean, actually kind of helped. Somebody who really likes hops, but I don't know. Like hop ciders are pretty hit or miss for me. It's like, um, oh, what is it? It's not supernova. It was something else. Quasar. Quasar, the one with Vic Secret from fucking. Uh, and it's Far not from supernova. The tree. It's Nova and Quasar. Yeah, uh, Quasar was definitely my favorite of the two of those. But like, yeah. I like Nova's solid as hell, though. Oh, Nova's like, but... solid as hell, but it, it it kind of feeds into what I'm trying to say is like typically I would rather my ciders be fruited or honeyed. Uh, if they're going to be honeyed, I'd rather just get mead. But like I can appreciate hop ciders. Uh, they're not usually what I go for. Oh, see, I really like hopped ciders, but like I kind of feel like uh, Far From the Tree kind of set the bar on those. Yeah, they they absolutely did. Again, Quasar. If you ever see Quasar there, if it's I still the same quality when I had it, try it. If not, try Nova. Nova's fine. Yeah, I doubt they're ever going to do Quasar again because they're getting all like big and fancy and like oh, doing different womp. shit and whatever. <laughs> yeah, Womp indeed. Um, tried a few more things without TJ. Apocalypse, wow, passion fruit and mandarin from Berkshire. Can, Much can like I just the... like 
can I take a moment and talk about how much I love that name? Apocalypse Wow. You've totally had at least one of the Apocalypse Wow series. I've had like three of them, and you probably don't remember because they're usually aggressively boring. I gave this a 3.75. It's better name than it is product. Yeah, dude. It's from Berkshire. Oh, yeah. It's Berkshire. Womp. Durr. Womp. I mean, Pink Guava Funk from Prairie was kind of better. Uh, Punchbowl Sour from Dorchester Brewing was more better. Um, it was raspberry, pineapple, apricot, passion fruit, blood orange, and mango. Hawaiian Punch Sweet Tarts. And honestly, like, it's not, it's not bad, but like, what we're drinking now, this Radiant Days, like this Radiant Days isn't even like high, high up for definitives for me. And like, this is still a million times better than Punchbowl Sour. I mean, I don't think this is even the best Radiant Days that we've had. I agree. But like, like it's still good. Don't get us wrong. Like, it's still tasty. Like, fucking if you don't this know is this still by at least now, a four, four point two five. Yeah. If you don't know this by now, by listening to this show, we are fans of Definitive Brewing Company. Hey, Definitive, if one of your brewers want to come on the show and talk about, like, beer, we would be very open to that. If your money man wants to come on the show, I guess we will. But, like, we'd rather talk uh, to a brewer, not going to lie. Or a bartender, that would be fine, too. Or a bartender. Um, Oh, shit, yeah. Or any brewery out there who wants to give us free beer and, like... We'll talk about your beer. We won't won't shill your beer, because if your beer sucks, we're going to be honest about it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, like... If you're somebody like Definitive, like you can be pretty sure that you're we're going to shill your fucking beer because, yeah. you know, but Definitive doesn't need to do it. Hey, Lost Shoe, we like your stuff. Give us some free yeah. beer and we'll talk to you because you're rad and super underrated right now. <laughs> Agreed. Plus, you're like, you've got awesome coffee and you're like a stone's throw away from a crown's fried chicken. Like, yeah. Your location is perfect. Mm-hmm. Across from a from a parking garage that mm-hmm. you can park in when it's snowy, and you know, not not get you know slushed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, that I don't know. Do do we want to keep no, the beer? Do we want to go into commercials? Because I feel no, like what we have a, a natural bit. commercial. All right, when we get to commercials. Like we're unless you're trying to make this a super short episode, like we should keep going a little bit for fuck's sake. Like, come on, man, we're 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 just made we we've just like made it to August. Let's keep going a little bit. So you had pink guava funk from Prairie. Well, I already Artisan talked about Hands. that. Oh, you had. I you already burned talked through about punch that. bowl sour too. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, Dude, we hung out and we drank a definitive that was is not this one. Not this one. It's their vanilla superdome. Uh, it's a fucking vanilla dipper. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty tasty. Like, I mean, I think I like it better than vanilla dome, but I don't know that I like it better than vanilla dome with peach or vanilla dome with blueberry or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that that's sort of my feeling on it is like, I like being able to taste your sort of base. But like, I wish that it had something to something that the vanilla was accenting instead of vanilla being your primary flavor. You know, well, it's vanilla and 
in a New England style IPA. I actually like that. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a I don't know. It kind of works on the same sort of principle as like a like a milkshake IPA, except you're using vanilla instead of lactose. I still want some sort of tart. Actually, it is a milkshake IPA, so it still has lactose. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't need tart. But like, I've got bitter. I've got sweet. I want tart as well. There's not really a lot of bitter to New England styles. No, and you don't need I'm tart still again. The bitter, I still get the bitter from hops. Even in you're New just England, wrong. It, it's a fucking milkshake IPA. But hey, this it, is why we have this so that we don't have to always agree on everything. <laughs> yeah, when we don't agree, it means TJ's wrong. Usually, yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of imperial, uh, like double milkshake IPAs. Uh, this is also not New England, but fine New Jersey. We'll uh, we'll throw you some love here. Yeah, um, Magnify. They're fine. Uh, imperial Pillow Talk from Magnify out of Fairfield, New Jersey. We are so sorry you are in New Jersey. Imperial Pillow Talk is a marshmallow imperial IPA brewed with lactose, a heavy hand of oats, and tons of marshmallows. It's double dry hopped with Matuka, El Dorado, and Mosaic Cryo. This I thought was was real solid. Honestly, I I liked this a bit better than um, Vanilla Superdome. Nice. I gave this one a four point five. Yeah, no, I, I I gave this one a four point five as well. I I agree with you. I think that this one was better than the Vanilla Superdome, but not by a lot, not by a huge margin. But yeah, when you I can mean, only rate by a point two five, then yeah, yeah, like uh. I feel like the oats are another thing that I think really kind of help round out mouthfeel. So that might have been kind of the big difference maker there. Yeah, oats can be helpful on that. That one was tasty. Next up, we had Intergalactic Wolf Sweater. I cared for this one slightly less than Emily. It's a sweet orange, nectarine, mango, and tropical fruit. Period. Who the fuck wrote this? Where's our copy boy? Dude, that's an that's an IPA. That's a description of IPA flavors, not what's actually in it. Oh. Herbaceous with a liquid coconut finish. Well, like they could still organize this shit better. Um uh, Man, and that's stupid. It doesn't actually say anything about the beer. It's no, just it shittily written copy. Yeah, it is. A super unique IPA that is from another galaxy. A galaxy where wolves wear purple cashmere sweaters. It's like, ugh. Sorry, sorry, Kettlehead. You, you, you lost some points in my book with that one. Yeah. But it, yeah. it was all right. Like, it wasn't super special uh it wasn't it was far from the worst thing i've ever happened but i wasn't super impressed with it yeah um well we already did that yeah as we did that um well this i was really wildly not impressed with uh katie the red from carlson orchards it is a cider with orange peel cranberry and beets and boy howdy it was aggressively boring like and really dry 
really dry. Um, a lot of the flavors didn't come through. Like, we were hopeful that, you know, because we weren't getting any of that, like, earthy sweetness of beets yeah. in it. So we were really hopeful that it was at least like, well, maybe they just used, like, the beet color in it. And we poured it out and it was, like, fucking, it was, it was apple cider Early color. pink. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even pink. It was still just, like, that pale yellow. Yeah. This was, I gave this one a 3.5, and that might have actually been kind of generous. Sorry, Carlson Archards. Do better. Yeah, I gave this one a 3.25. Like, do better, man. Yeah, seriously. Do fucking better. Like, there is some really good cider game in this state. Like, just in this state. <laughs> You're going to try and compete? Do better. I mean, shit, fucking, um, even Lookout Farm is doing, if not better, at least more interesting than what you're doing. Because, mm -hmm. like, no matter what flavors you say were in there, your shit tastes aggressively boring, Carson Farms. Mm hmm Because I feel like we've had a few of theirs. Yeah, I think we have. All right. We also had... Juicy Brew from Pipe Dream Brewing. It's juicy fruit, but a beer. Um, you know, oranges, raspberries, and blackberries. Uh, doesn't lose its flavor as quickly as the gum, though. So that's nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, how weird would that be? Is if you like poured the beer out and three after the first three sips, it just is flavorless. Tasted like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wish it was better, but it was still good. <laughs> Yeah, not my favorite of the candy series, but I definitely didn't hate it. Yeah, I gave it a four. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite of the candy series is. Oh. Um, like, Wasn't I kind of like want to say it might be enough the, the Swedish fish one. No, I want to say it was the I thought it was the gummy bear one. Oh, Maybe. Maybe? I remember having I like remember. the Swedish fish one like two weeks after the first time I had it and thought that, wow, this might be the best of them. Mm -hmm. Like it yeah, needed the gummy some bear time. One surprised me. The gummy bear one was really fucking good. I remember uh, the, the uh, Sour Patch Kid one. Good. Oh, basic bitch. That was a good one, too. All right. Yeah. That we talked about. <laughs> that we didn't talk about. Yeah. Uh, we went on a boat and saw a band on a boat. That band being the Slackers. Hopefully our next episode will be starring the lead singer of the Slackers, Vic. Ruggiero. Ruggiero. Jesus Christ, you're going to have to learn his last name before you like try to introduce him. Otherwise, I'm going to have to do it. Well, this is why I've already said <laughs> that episode. You're doing the hello and welcome. <laughs> Because you're the laziest person on the planet? I am the laziest. <laughs> so, while on said boat, we ended up having a beer that I had never had before. Um, it was from Mayflower Brewing Company. And you know how much we talk about Mayflower Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. It's a beer called Unsinkable. It's a New England IPA at 6%. It tells me nothing else about it because their brewers do not give a shit. Well, it's also because it's a it's only available on mass bay lines. 
Oh, really? I didn't realize that. That's even more yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's a Mass Bay Lines beer. That's funny. Um, I mean, right. it was definitely the best thing on the boat. Yeah, absolutely. The best thing on the boat. Like 3.75 was the best thing on the boat. That should tell you something. Because the other thing I checked in on that boat was Whale's Tail Pale Ale from Cisco Brewers, who sold out fucking years ago. I don't even remember who to who. Yeah, no And do I. Whale's Tail is like a, you know, middling 3.25 for me. <laughs> yeah. And 3.25 still might be kind of generous. Indeedly do. All right. All right. Um, do we cut it there and just go into uh, commercials? I would say so, considering my uh, beer is empty. My beer is empty. Um, all right. Uh, there was a commercial I was going to do. I thought about it earlier. I'm going to loop back to it because I can't think of it right now. It was something I was talking about. You might be able to remember for me. Um, but first off, Anti-Ad. Anti-Ad this week is yet again brought to you by Zoom. Fuck you, Zoom. You still might be better. We don't know. Because we're not using you. Because you fucked yourself, Zoom. So fuck, your, fuck you, Zoom. They don't care because they weren't ever making money off of us. Oh, hell no. I don't care. I'm still going to say I mean, fuck you, Zoom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a positive an actual positive positive fake ad although I'm all I'm coming up with at the moment due to my current activity is yes cats kitty bellies yeah if they allow you to pet them take it sometimes oh, yeah. the adorable trap isn't a trap it's just adorable and the trap mm-hmm. is you getting caught into it like a fucking black hole oh yes is it a black hole <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it it's definitely helps it washes black um pro ad um ah shit there was something i was talking about earlier far from the tree guys like if you've never been there like take yourself an afternoon trip to salem massachusetts as long as it's not the month of october grab a fucking pizza from flying saucer then go over to fucking uh, far from the tree and have some delicious ciders while you eat your delicious pizza yeah like that's a good afternoon to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, da, 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 da. I don't know. Play more games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Discovered a new dispensary in uh, York to th- this, this past week. Maine. Uh, Yes, I feel like that's kind of obvious. We've talked about this before. Uh, so, Top's There's got to be more than one York in New England. Probably, but like everybody knows that you go you go to Maine for weed. Hello. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Top's Farm. If you have a med card, please go there. They are super nice people. Their shit is really good, and they give you a bunch of free stuff. So. Yeah, definitely go check them out. Happy to shout them out. Yeah. Definitely a place I will be going back to. I uh, believe that their current deal for the month of September is uh, $25 eights and $40 quarters. You so are correct. That's a pretty rad deal. And then they also give you free shit on top of that. 
Yes. That sounds like a rad deal. All right. Yes. Well, that's a good ad break. It's time for us to uh, go grab beer number two. <laughs> Woo! And smoke. Wow, those were some great ads, weren't they? Um, we're on to beer number two. Beer number two today comes to us from Keene, New Hampshire, from Branch and Blade Brewing Company. It's Hawaiian Punch, popsicle-style sour ale with apple, apricot, orange, papaya, passion fruit, pineapple, pink guava, vanilla, and marshmallow. You missed the first part of the title. It's Psychedelic oh, Love. Psychedelic Love, Hawaiian Punch. There you go. There we go. Uh, it's a six percent. Um, oh yeah. Oh no, it's crazy oh, to no. me. It's crazy to me that a giant jar of liquid can just burst through your walls and act like they're the hero. No, you just created a huge hole in the wall, and my parents will be pissed when they see it. It just never made sense to me, and was a bit aggressive. Anyway, this is a sour that tastes like that giant being made solely of glass and red liquid. We added a blend of apple, apricot, orange, papaya, passion fruit, pineapple, pink guava, vanilla, and marshmallow to get it to get the flavor just right. There we go. <laughs> In there you go. Three, two, one, crack. Definitely sprayed myself in the face a little bit that time. Oh my god, it smells so good though. Yeah, we've definitely had something else from the Psychedelic Love series. I think it's the original one, the like blueberry raspberry or whatever the fuck it is. Alright, that would make sense. This shit's fucking delicious though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, it, it's it's more akin to a juicy juice kind of thing, I think, because it ha tastes like actual fruit. But, like, the vanilla and the lactose kind of give it an extra, you know, kind of creamy sweetness pop. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think that this one works better than the uh, Radiant Days. Not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I think I agree with you. Like, Don't get us I, wrong, I Definitive. Don't, we really like you. But... I don't... I don't... Yeah. Like, again, that Radiant Days is pretty solid. I think I've had better ones in the series. But, like, yeah, this the head-to-head the, the, the -head comparison is... Which is interesting that we ended up finding ourselves actually doing this on accident. But... Mm -hmm. <laughs> works yep it works it's actually like i don't know it feels like we put a lot of thought in into making a really cohesive episode we, and we put we totally zero didn't. thought into making a cohesive episode we found a pair of beers and we put them together yep but hey it makes us seem like we're more thoughtful um I mean, yes, this was all calculated and went according to plan. <laughs> Not, nothing, nothing to see here, folks. You know what we're going to do tonight, right, Pinky? <laughs> try, try to take over the world? No, try to teach a camel how to wear pants. Oh. Yeah, fucking, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, 
hey, so, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I must have, like, oh, okay, TJ's super short, newish movie, spoiler, f- fucking whatever the fuck I say. Uh, review. Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Ow. It's... Bad? Highly forgettable. In other words, bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like bad, bad, but it's just like as soon as you finish watching the movie, you don't really remember anything you just watched. Oh, yes. In other words, bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, actually, truly, truly bad stuff like sticks in your head. Cough, cough, rubber, cough, cough. Also, go listen to our other show. See it or screw it for if you want to hear Dan and me bitch about rubber for like 45 minutes while TJ tries to convince us that it doesn't suck as hard as it does and then we ultimately win him over to our side. No, because by the end of that I was close to being a screw it, but I was still a see it. Spoilers. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You, yeah, you... but we, we made you a lot less enthusiastic, which warms Indeed. my cold black heart. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Um, I watched Samaritan. It was all right. I had never seen the original Predator movie, um, so I got to see that for the first time. That was because we did a back-to-back double feature of Predator and Prey. I mean, seriously, I still find it like so funny that uh, Schwarzenegger's character's name is Dutch, and it's like okay, <laughs> like. It has to be because he smokes cigars. Because it's like, yeah, we're just we just nicknamed this Austrian guy Dutch because you know Dutch people suck and you know, <laughs> or like, oh no, they nicknamed they. Uh, I I think I made the comment of they totally nicknamed him that because like that first time when they all met, like he totally uh, put on blackface for Halloween and they were like, oh, so you're Dutch? Yes. Because you had to make it that dark. Do I have to like cut that? <laughs> no, no, you don't. We're we're allowed to trash the Dutch. Come on, this like, is Dutch or scum. Dutch, Dutch people, you have some good shit. But like, what's with the blackface? Yeah, I didn't realize they still did blackface. Uh, yeah, they definitely still do it. Yes. Wild. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the Dutch are scum. <laughs> For more about how much the Dutch suck, go listen to a bunch of episodes of Trash Future because they'll bring that up once in a while. Or or, or just watch um, the Happy Death Day episode of or Happy Murder Day, whatever uh, of Death Clock. Mm. Yeah, because then even Squizgar will tell you it's a Dutch scum. Yeah, man. Like, it's funny. I did not realize how much of a sport Europeans make of like trashing the Dutch, but boy, howdy, do they! But hey, going back to Emily for the first time ever, watch Predator. How about all that like blatant homoeroticism that just tries to tamp it down, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was pretty special too. <laughs> Like, it, it just made me think of, like, um, fucking, what was it? A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, that, like, 
the writer blamed the lead actor for it being so gay. And it's like, no, man, I might be queer and not realize it yet, but I am merely acting out your words. Mm-hmm. And it's super queer coded. But yeah. honestly, that is a pretty damn good documentary, too, that I should get you to watch at some point. Um, Scream Queen. It, ah. It's behind um, Freddy's Revenge. With, like, interviews done within, like, the last five years. I mean, I, it would so, probably like, help if I'd ever back. seen the movie, too. Well, then I have to make you watch all, all, all of the A Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, that's a lot. Uh, it's it's not as many as like Jason or um yeah or um uh who, who's who's the man in the uh, Kirk mask? Um, Michael Mike Myers. Myers. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. baby, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um But yeah, uh I thought I thought Predator was pretty good. I mean, like uh, honestly for the time it was made, the effects were pretty solid and I actually appreciate that it was it kind of had some interesting sort of slow burn shit. Like there there were parts of it that didn't hold up super super well, but like overall I think it was solid. But Prey, wow. Yeah. That that's a hell of a movie, right? <laughs> I you know. Uh, so I actually just rewatched uh, Predator Two today because it's been fucking forever since I've watched that. And I just wanted to be reminded of like the well, suck factor. Yeah, uh, the suck factor and like the um, reference that is made in Prey to Predator Two, which, which is. The gun, <laughs> the flintlock. Mm. Um, but yeah, like Predator 2 is like hilariously bad. But hey, we also do get um, Bill Paxton being murdered by the third being. Because oh, he, cool. he's the only man who's been killed by a Terminator, a Xenomorph, well, an alien. <laughs> And a, a predator. Mm-hmm. And Predator 2 is 1990, so that would have been the last of the trifecta for him. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Oh, man. I really want, like, a Predator sequel to the original Predator of, like, old man fucking Schwarzenegger and like a new predator trying to prove itself tries to hunt him down so he's got to team up with um Danny Glover. <laughs> oh god. And maybe maybe throw like um uh, uh no cuz Danny Trejo has already been in a predator movie and didn't survive. Damn. Oh. <laughs> uh cuz Danny Glover is in uh Predators. So I guess I got to get you to watch that one now, too. Ugh, do you? No, actually, that one's one of the better ones. Like, you, you've oh. definitely seen the best one. You've seen the best two at this point. Uh, Predators is probably my number three spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I suppose I could live with that, then. I'm not really sure if Predator 2 or The Predator is the next one. 
but they're both like bad in different ways. Bad in a bad way. Yes. Um, but pray, so, fantastic. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's on it, Hulu. It was, <laughs> it, it was cool as hell. Girls kicking ass. Uh, plus like uh, fucking I can't remember her first name, but Mid Thunder is mm. like awesome in it. Yeah, like I've I've been a fan of hers ever since I watched Legion because she's half of Carrie in Legion, and like she's just even more badass in this. Like, I want a direct sequel to Prey. But then again, I also want, like, let's just drop a Predator in this time period kind of movie. Like, I'm fine with that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like have a Predator in the Shogunate. Like, uh, fucking some samurai's um, master or leader, whatever, gets murdered. And, like, dude turns Ronin to hunt down the Predator that fucking killed his master. Like, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, I probably would, too. Get, get like, get, like, um, get, like, Takashi Miike to direct it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd watch Actually, that, that movie. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? We watched Inside the Mind of a Cat on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a solid like 75 minutes. It's a little over an hour. It's not even 75 minutes. Oh. Um, it's a uh, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty solid documentary. They weren't telling me a ton that I didn't know, but I did learn some things. But yeah. like, especially if you don't fully understand cats or you're interested in seeing what kind of research has been going on um, in the last you know, handful of years, it's worth checking out. Or if you just want and like, also just adorable cats. Pe- <laughs> yeah. I mean the uh the Savitsky cats, holy shit, man. Oh, I'd never yeah. seen them before. Gorgeous. Like, gorgeous and talented. And mm-hmm. it's like, can I can I make my my large fuzzy thing do that? No? No. Definitely no. no. Not even kind of. He is not. He's not the the. He's not the kind of temperament to be trained. Like he's. He, in theory, could be because he's good at just sort of going going with the flow. But that would require too much um, thought process and activity for him. He's just content to be a, a a worshipped marshmallow. Yeah, it's one of those things that if you started him when he was a kitten, then maybe still doubt it. I don't think he has the right temperament for it. Yeah. Uh, what the hell else? Oh, hey, new season of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. What we're we're not those kind of people with Rick and Morty. We we just like it, enjoy it. Yeah, we're not like Rick is the greatest character on the planet. And I want to be just like him because people like that don't don't get. You know, you're missing the point. Yeah. It's like anybody. It, it's like. Taken to you know this uh, like a like a logical extreme, it's like it's like saying, "Oh, Beavis and Butthead are like my fucking idols because you know they have their own show and stuff." And it's like, no, you're kind of missing the point. Like these are not meant to be like role models, heroes. Yeah, <laughs> like nor is Rick. Yeah, Rick. Rick, absolutely not. 
uh, nor is the Joker, nor is Patrick Bateman, nor is Tyler Durden. Like, if you idolize these people, then you need to take a you good, hard point. look at yourself. Because yes, yeah, and you partially missed the point of all of those you, properties. You, you've missed the point. <laughs> these are not characters to be idolized. Yeah, not every, not every protagonist is a hero. Yeah, like. I guess is one way to put it. Like, yeah, Rick is clearly the protagonist, but like he or a protagonist, but he's not he's not a fucking hero and he's certainly not somebody to emulate. Like the show does a lot of pointing out of like what the hell is wrong with Rick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rick does a lot of pointing out what the hell's wrong with Rick. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's the whole fucking episode that ends with him attempting suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, the new season, it's fucking solid. It's got good jokes, and I'm interested to see where it ends up going. I know that next week is the uh, summer Die Hard episode, and I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, same. Hard same. I really, I love Summer as a character. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I think Summer's my favorite character at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure if I can disagree with that. Like, Summer has, is clearly, you know. Easily the second, well, actually, probably the most competent because she doesn't find herself always in the same bullshit that Rick does. So that might negate Rick from being most competent. Yeah, like Summer might be like not quite as. Uh, brilliant but she in terms of you know scientific stuff but she sure as fuck is much smarter when it comes to like emotional and interpersonal intelligence oh hell so yeah. like she's a much more balanced you know intelligence than rick and also she's like you know confident without being cocky and well, she just, gets cocky at times. She gets cocky like, at times, usually, but everybody she does. She usually gets rightfully cocky. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Well, no, that there's a, that that's that I would put that into confidence, earned confidence. Oh, um, yeah. So, no, I mean, like, I think that Rick is definitely cocky, whereas Summer is more confident than cocky. Hello. Hello. The big kitty came back. Oh. Um. He stared at me and went mer. Um. Yeah. No. I. I've. I like Rick and Morty still. Mm. Um. Like a ton of stuff is starting up. I mean, I, mean, I was going to say Lower Decks is back. Uh, I'm most of the way through my rewatch of season four of Eureka. Um, season four does get way better than season three. It's not as like blatant product placement. Uh, plus you have Will Wheaton and Felicia Day as regular guest members. Nice. So it helps. It definitely helps to make up for like how cringy season three of it is. So yeah, check out Eureka. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I can't actually recommend it. 
I like crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really does. Um, so that's why I can yeah. never tell if I like something that's good or if it's just crap, then I like it. <laughs> I mean, Lower Decks is continuing to be awesome. Yes. Um, uh, She-Hulk is continuing to be awesome. Yes. Um, I don't want to give spoilers for the most recent episode, but a lot of people are pissed off about it on the internet for the post credit scene because incels oh boy incels yeah that's who we should listen to yeah yay vocal minority they tried to overthrow our government <laughs> yeah but they also got morbius re-released so you know you win some you lose some <laughs> yeah uh, it sounds more like a lose some and lose some. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. If you actually don't bother going to see Morbius and you just laugh at the fact that they re-released it and wasted a whole bunch of money because they don't understand how the internet works, then yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm cool. Um, yeah, but I could also see how that money could have been better spent. Although you know, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't have been. So yeah. Womp. Um. Stuff. I mean, I watched when I had. Co I think did I talk about this already? I watched the entire last season of Outlander. I think it did probably. A little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. Again, I, I feel like if you if you like that kind of historical fiction shit, like if you liked Outlander before, you'll probably continue to like it. Cool. Um. Uh. I don't know. What else have we watched? <clears throat> this is why I feel like the fact that you want to, you always want to cut beer talk halfway through is like, sometimes we don't have a lot of stuff to talk about after that. <sighs> That's the thing we do. We just aren't good at thinking of it in the moment. Um, I don't know, man. We're, we're like, we're like an hour and 10 in. This can be a shorter episode. Yeah, that's, that works. All right. Um, We've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can give us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews. If you like listening to us bullshit about bullshit, then check out our other podcast that's us bullshitting about bullshit, but mostly movies. It's called See It or Screw It. Um, and it's not just us it's got two other people yeah one to two other people um it we think it's fun <laughs> yeah i definitely think it's fun yeah uh emily final word um uh, frank all right frank you know uh, the snake from that is owned by the guy from dank pods Ah, uh, yes, Frank the Snake. I was thinking of Frank the Plant from the Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, sure. Yeah. Or, or just Frank's a, a, good name. a Frank conversation, you know? Or a Frank no. conversation about Frank. He's a bastard. I've never liked him. We need to get rid of him. Throw him in the wood chipper. Or Frank Reynolds? Now, now you don't know if I'm talking about a person, uh, an animal, or or a plant. <laughs> no, Frank not Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. He's a goddamn national treasure. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm. Or at least Danny yeah. DeVito is a goddamn national treasure. You know, yeah. fuck you, Emily. That's the final word. Danny DeVito is a goddamn national treasure, and we need to do everything we can to protect him. I need to watch yeah. Little Demon. Nice. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye.